Good afternoon. What's going on? Welcome back or welcome to the program. I am Jim Rome. We are live from the fountains of the Bellagio. There is this fear. I climbed that thing yesterday. That was me. No, it wasn't. Also, this week brought to you in part by Wendy's with Wendy's Breakfast 2 for $3 Biggie Bundles. You can choose the pair you want. Limited time only during breakfast hours. U.S. price and participation may vary. Not valid in a combo. Single item at regular price. All right, we have a monster, monster second hour. I've got Max Crosby coming up next. I'm efforting him. While I'm just outside the Bellagio, he is on Radio Row. So as soon as that is set, we will set that up. I want to say in the meantime... All the stars are out. Just had a couple of great walk on the sets. The great Kyle Brandt came by. KB Clones came by. He looked like a million. He's doing awesome. I could not be more proud of Kyle Brandt. Of course, he came out of the XR4TI. He's an absolute star. Could not respect him any more than I do. I love KB, but I'm not surprised. I knew it. Also, the great Amy Trask stopped by here. What's up, Amy? So everybody's out. The sun is out. People are on the streets. It is awesome. Everything is good. In the meantime, the telephone number is, I might work in a phone call. Because as we go back and forth between Radio Row, there are some openings. Telephone number is 1-800-636-8686. I also made the point that we normally have a beef segment on Thursday because it's such a popular segment. We can't block out an entire segment, but what I can do is take your beefs on the fly. So if you want to hit me up with a beef, go ahead and do it, either by the phones or on the X platform at Jim Rome. And you can email me a beef at Rome, R-O-M-E, at habitake.com. So another interview and somebody else. You had Joe. The thing about Joe Montana, we didn't have a lot of time with Joe, but Joe, never forget, played for both these teams. Joe played for the Niners. Joe played for the Chiefs. So I was really curious to get his input on Brock Purdy and the Niners. He said, somebody said to me, it's been like 30 years. Right, Joe, it has been like 30 years. It's been a really long time for the Niners. I'm telling you, I still cannot find anybody not rocking Niner gear, willing to pick the Niners. Everybody is all in on Kansas City, and everybody's all in for the same exact reason. Like that whole thing about everybody said the same thing. Everybody said the same thing. The same thing being Patrick Mahomes. Nobody wants to go against this guy in the big game. Never mind all the talent the Niners have. Never mind how explosive the Niners are. Never mind how well coached they are. Never mind that four years ago they came up short and they let it get away. I mean, I can make so many arguments for the 49ers. So many arguments, but I can't really counter the one argument that is Patrick Mahomes. Because how many times are you going to bet against this guy and bang your head against the wall? Like, you're telling me I can have Mahomes and points and I'm going to bet against him? I've done it, and it doesn't work. So who do you like? Max Crosby is getting wired up as we speak. I will run him down momentarily. This says, Vegas Jim, you're set and show. Now, I'm not going to read this. Not right now, I'm not going to read this. Tommy, that'd be really bad form. And a really bad idea. Zach and Wisco writes, I agree with Gary V on Steeler fans being entitled. I may, or I was a Packers fan from Wisco who lived in Pittsburgh. The song that they wrote and rewrote every year about how Pittsburgh's going to the Super Bowl is the most annoying piece of crap ever. Hey, Steeler fan, I'm not saying that. That's not me. All right. 
We are joined right now by a defensive end for the Las Vegas Raiders. He wrapped up his fifth season. He's a three-time Pro Bowler. He's a two-time All-Pro. This year, he had a career-high 90 tackles. He led the league with 23 tackles for loss. He had a career-high 14 and a half sacks. He appears today courtesy of Papa John's. I'm talking about Max Crosby. Max, he's on Radio Row. Max, it is so good to talk to you. I got to know, man, how you feeling, Max? I'm feeling great, brother. Um, had a couple surgeries recently, feeling a lot better. Um, and I'm just happy I'm on with you again, Jim. It's been, it's been a little while, so I appreciate you having me on, man. Dude, I appreciate you so much, and that's exactly what I was getting at when I said, how you feeling? Because I know you're going through it, and you've been through it. In fact, I want to ask you something, Mac. You injured your knee, Max, in week two. It was jacked up. Straight up. It was jacked up. And it kept getting worse and worse and worse. And then you suffered a thumb injury, yet you kept going out there week after week after week. You played 16 games. Max, what was driving you and putting you on the field game after game and enabled you to play through that pain? Why did you keep going back? I mean, it's, it's part of the game. Uh, this is what we signed up for. Uh, there's only a very small uh, group of people that are, you know, blessed enough to be able to, you know, play in this league. And uh, for me, my goals are way bigger than my pain. Uh, if I can go, I'm, I'm going to go every single time. So I was able to manage it. I got to give my respect to, you know, Rick Slate, um, AJ, a, uh, Alex Guerrero, all the people involved with helping me, um, you know, be able to get on the field, all the doctors that were draining my knee every week. Um, you know, Scotty taped my thumb up, making sure it was locked in, you know, after I tore it, um, but it's just a part of the game. I mean, I love this game. I put everything into it. I play with reckless abandon because I want to be the best at what I do um, and, and be a legend in this game. So um, if I can go out there and play, I'm going to do it every single time. My man, I will be using that one. My goals are much greater than my pain. Max, you just said that you want to be great. You want to be great in this game. Let me ask you something. Do you want to be the best in this game at your position or do you want to be the best ever, period? best ever period um i don't want to be just great i want to be legendary um i got a tatted on me um my idols the people i look up to the michael jordans the kobe's um the muhammad ali's the guys the greatest that you know at, at what they did that's what i want to be i believe i'm the greatest right now in the game um and i still have a whole nother level i can tap into so for me every single day is a new challenge i take i look for that one percent in every category so i can improve and keep growing and, and keep going at the tra- uh, trajectory i'm going um i know i can get better um this morning is the same thing. Just for example, like I'm up at you know 5:20 in the morning. I've trained for two hours before I even got here, radio row, um, because it, it, it means the, the absolute world to me. So I don't stop. I'm not stopping until I, I can't do it anymore. Um, and I and, and I want to be the greatest, greatest to do it. Dude, no I love question. that so much. I love that you went hard, hard before you hit the row, Max. I want to ask you about one of my favorite guys ever. In fact, I hate that I haven't spoken to him in recent years. But I know you. I know you go hard. I know you like to be coached hard. I want to ask you about Rod Marinelli. How hard did he push you, and how much better are you for it? Because that's a hell of a coach now. I'm glad you brought him up. I'm, it, it's usually me that brings him up um, in damn near every interview I do. Um, Rod Marinelli is first. The, Yo, Max, the first. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry, dude. Exactly. Sorry. Go ahead, man. But no, he, he literally is... It, He's the biggest mentor um, I've had since I've been in the league. I was with him for two years. Um, it's almost like he's still my coach. Um, he, he hits me up after every single game. Immediately after the game, the next morning, we talk on Tuesday. We, we you know, it, it doesn't stop. You know, he is—he's honestly the best teacher I've ever been around. He's a legend in the game. He has—he's produced 
a ton of Hall of Famers, um, from Warren Sapp, Julius Peppers, and on and on and on. So um, that dude is all about the details, keeping it simple. It's all about us. We watch our film more than anything. I watch myself on repeat all the time because at the end of the day, if I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, my pad level, my footwork, my hands, eyes, feet, and everything's on point, it doesn't matter what the O-linemen do. It's all great. They're all great faces at the end of the day. Um, it's all about us. So he preached that. He instilled that in my brain, um, and it's taken my game to a whole another level, and I, and I still live by that. And I've taken, you know, coaches like I have now, Rob Leonard, a young D-line coach um, who's been incredible and made a great impact on me. Um, I've taken what he's taught me, and I take things from every single coach I've had and apply it to my game. But, you know, I have to say, out of respect, Rob Marinelli um, has been the biggest influence um, on, on, on my football career, without a doubt. So glad that I asked you the question. I know you're working with Papa John's. I want to ask you about that in one minute, Max. I want to ask you one more thing first, though. To most of us, Mark Davis seems like kind of a quirky dude, kind of a different cat. But you know the man. You really know the man. How would you describe your relationship with him? And more importantly, how much do you want to win for him specifically? Yeah, I love Mark. Um, me and Mark have a great relationship. We smoke cigars together. We have great conversations. Um, he's a great dude. Um, and at the end of the day, like I said, like I, you know, people had their opinions on, you know, my comments after the season with the whole AP situation. But for me, if you took it as in I don't want to be a Raider or I want to be somewhere else, that's you know, that's a completely wrong way to to look at it. For me, a Raider is saying what you know what needs to be said when not everybody agrees, and that's what being a leader and a Raider is. So uh, that's what his dad stand up. For. That's why I'm wearing his shirt today, Al Davis. Um, the dude stood up for what's right, even though it's not the most popular thing to do. So, of course, I want to win for Mark Davis. I want him to have success. Al Davis won three Super Bowls. Mark hasn't won any. Myself, I haven't won a Super Bowl. Howie Long and those guys did. So, for me, um, I want to stand up for what's right. And that's, you know, for, I think the first step was, was bringing back AP. Um, and let's keep reloading, reloading the clip and, and bring in more guys. And let's see what we can do next year um, in the years, you know, coming. Max freaking Crosby. Max Really quickly, you are working with Papa John's and their exclusive Super Bowl theme, Vegas style pizza. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, um, so you can go to uh, Vegas style pizza at papajohns.com. Enter for a chance to win $58,000. It's going to be stuffed in the crust, hand delivered by myself. Um, and you got up until February 9th to get that done. So big shout out to Papa John's. Great partners. Um, great to work with. So, yeah, enter now. My man, Max Crosby. Max, appreciate you so much, dude. I know what you played through this year. Even this morning, getting up early, getting the workout in, hitting the row, coming back on the show, man. Much respect. Thanks so much for doing it. And it's always good to talk to you, brother. Always great to see you, brother. Appreciate you, Jim. Appreciate you, do. Yes, sir. Can't tell you how much I respect Max Crosby. Can't tell you how much I respect him because, as I mentioned, when he got hurt early in the season, his knee was completely jacked up. He had a bad thumb. He had a bad knee. But he takes that leadership job very, very seriously. He's not just a leader on that team. He's a captain on that team. And he knows what it means to lead from the front. I love what he said at the very end where he said, I want to clear something up. The comments he was talking about was he had been reportedly – saying, if you don't give AP the job, I want out. He's saying that's, that's not really accurate. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I w- it's part of being a Raider. Part of being a Raider is saying how you feel. Part of being a Raider is letting you know what time it is. Part of being a Raider is being real. And this was really important to us that AP got that gig. So whether or not he really meant I want to be traded if he gets that job or not, I didn't take it that way. I took it to mean that, hey, listen, we have our coach. We've got our guy. Give this guy the job full time. And believe me, 
what Max Crosby thinks matters a hell of a lot. Great to have him on. And, dude, he is not that far removed from surgery. And yet he's out there still working out in the morning before Radio Row. That was tremendous. Getting good reaction to East Bay Troy Esquire. Quote, my goals are greater than my pain. Signed Wells, screaming as he jumps into the Bellagio Fountain. Dude, why are you talking about somebody who's been banned from the program? Here's a beef. I said, go ahead, mix in your beef sporadically. Really quickly, Rome, I have a beef with my wife. She often finds me and asks, you know what I was thinking of? Honey, I have no earthly idea what you were thinking of. Mike and Snowbird, sorry I asked for the beefs. All right, when we come back, we are live right now. I'm outside the fountains of the Bellagio. We have guests that are on the row. Drew Brees is scheduled to join me when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Are you looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. What you need to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the code ROME, R-O-M-E. New customers can bet 5 bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58, but you have to use the code ROME, R-O-M-E. The crown is yours. You do have to be present in state where it's lawful to wager. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age, varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. So I knew we'd have a lot of access. So what we're going to do after the program today is tape episode number 300. And our guest is going to be Nick Casario. You know it. Legendary clone. Legendary NFL executive. The Texans had an amazing year. So Nick and I are going to sit together in person and chop it up. We're going to tape that right after the program today, and we will push that out later on. So that's something you want to look for. In the meantime, this is interesting. Sydney Carton 84 writes, If a clone is listening to or watching the show using the X app, Will that clone be unable to participate in the JTP during the show? This is looking like a diabolical plot on the part of Rome to shut down the JTP. Yeah, because I'm about that. First of all, why would I want to shut down the JTP? I love the JTP. The JTP is one of the biggest, bigger, I don't want to say one of the biggest... JTP, I don't need that going to your head, but you are a prominent part of this program. Why would I want to shut you down? I would never do that. 
of course you will be able to X the show while watching X, all right? Hey, JTP, why is it always about you? And why would I want to censor you? And by the way, I'm going to the X platform where they're known for, among other things, freedom of speech. Why would I censor you? That makes no sense at all. Stop making it about you, JTP. There is no diabolical plan on my part. What's happening here is we had an absolutely amazing run on CBS Sports Network. This show has been a simulcast. I want to give you a little background. And by the way, JTP, this is good for you. This is not a bad thing. This is good for you. Nothing is changing about the radio program itself. That's what you're always hitting me up about, the radio show itself, the jungle. So now, and and where do you hit me up on that? You hit me up on the X. We're not trying to censor you. Nothing is changing, JTP. It's all good. So what I want to say really quickly is this. (coughs) Excuse me. For the longest time, uh, there were people in my business life who were pushing me to simulcast the radio program. And for the longest time, it's not something I really wanted to do. My feeling was the show had a certain kind of, and don't take it the wrong way. I'm not trying to be a bag when I say this. But I thought, and it seems ridiculous now to say it because the world has changed so dramatically. But if you go back maybe a decade, maybe 15 years, when people first started to talk about it, I said, you know what? I don't really want to put the radio show on TV. I would rather do a TV show separate from the radio show every single day. And that's what I did for most of my career. But then we started to talk about it, and I started to think about it. I'm like, you know what? It makes sense. It makes sense. I was reluctant to do so because I felt like the radio show had a certain kind of aura, kind of a mystique, you know, a theater of the mind thing. And then I woke up, and I'm like, get over yourself, man. Put it on TV. Put it on TV. So that's what we did, and we did it seven years ago with CBS Sports Network, and it's been a tremendous run. I've had a lot of fun. I've worked with some amazing people in New York, in California, and the point I'm trying to make is it's going to come to an end tomorrow. But we end on beautiful terms because it was a great, great run and a great relationship, and I'm really thankful and I'm really proud of the product. Now, what that means to the X platform is we are going to move this show, the radio show, from CBS Sports Network They're going to do their thing, and I'm going to do my thing on the X platform. We're building it right now as we speak. As soon as I have an official launch date for you, I will give it to you, but I want you to know this. It's not that far down the road. I don't want you to think that I'm going to go away and then you're not going to be able to find me. I will keep you dialed in. You'll know exactly what's going on, and when the official launch date is that official, you will know what it is. But let me tell you something. JTP, anybody else listening or watching, this is a very good thing. It's a very good thing. A lot of people who lost track of the show are going to be able to find the show once again. A lot of people who don't know about the show are going to find out about the show. So no, JTP, I I know everything is about you, but don't make this about you. This is a good thing for you. More people will know about you, JTP. Trust me. Nothing is going to change regarding the radio show. We are just going to stream it on the X platform. That is the only difference. You just won't see it on CBS Sports Network, but we will stream it there. Nothing changes about the radio program. Romy, my beef is with the bomber jacket you're rocking. 
Is your F-14 Tomcat safely tied down on James Kelly's dome? War the flight deck. Hashtag flight deck. Eric in Orlando 9. Dude, this doesn't really qualify as a bomber jacket, this fit. But whatever you say, E. Actually, I was reaching out to the flight deck this morning saying, you know what, we've got one open segment tomorrow. Normally on this program, we book out the entire week where we have no open segments. We have one open segment tomorrow. So I hit the head up this week. In fact, this morning, and I said, hey, head, get ready. Get ready, dude. We're going to have a mini big head bet segment. Me from Vegas, you from wherever the hell you are right now, because I need your pick before the big game. I want to know if you're going to go against your foster adopted family, your foster brother, Kyle, your stepdad, Mikey. I can't wait to find out. The head and I have not talked about this this week. I can't wait to see what this guy's going to do. Let's see here. S. Meyer, 4314. Quote, for seven years, I say, Alexa, play Sirius 158. Next week, I say, Sirius, play... Question mark, question mark, question mark. Dude, you say the exact same thing. You say the exact same thing. Sirius. You say Alexa, Sirius 158. Again, it's the same thing because nothing is changing on the radio side. This only impacts anybody who watches this show on CBS Sports Network. Nothing about the radio is going to change. All the stations that you hear this show on right now, you will continue to hear it on, whether it's terrestrial or satellite. None of that is changing. Only the video component. And the video component, you're not going to hear it next week or see it next week. But... We will launch it shortly. All right, as promised, we go back to Radio Row. I'm joined right now by somebody who played 20 years in the NFL with the Chargers and the Saints. He is a Super Bowl champion. He is a Super Bowl MVP. He is a two-time NFL Offensive Player of the Year. He is the 2006 Walter Payton Man of the Year. He is a 13-time Pro Bowler. He is a five-time All-Pro. He is second in NFL history in career passing yardage, touchdowns, and completions. Today, he appears courtesy of the FedEx Aaron Ground NFL Players of the Year Award. Of course, I'm talking about Drew Brees. Drew, it is always great to visit with you and get caught up. My man, bring me up to date. How's your life? How you feeling, Drew? What's up, Rome? How you doing, man? Great to hear from you. Um, everything's great. Just a, a lot of a lot of family life, uh, a lot of business, but staying involved with football, coaching, coaching youth sports, and uh, just living the dream, watching my kids grow up right now. Man, isn't that the best? I absolutely love hearing that. So coaching youth sports, Drew, I got to know, what's that like? What's that experience like? What's it like being around the kids? <laughs> It's good. I'm way too intense. That, 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 that's really <laughs> no way, dude. I've got to check myself a lot, you know? <laughs> no, you know, it's, um, first off, my greatest joy in life is just watching my kids play and having a chance to coach them and their buddies. Um, I think that's, you know, as I look to my life and the influence that coaches had on my life, um, I, I think that's the ultimate mentorship role. And so the fact that I get a chance to do that uh, for, for my kids and their friends and, and other young people, um, you know, I feel like that's, that's part of my calling. True, Breeze joining us right now. He's on Radio Row. You know, to that point, Drew, you're a mentor to so many people. I'm curious, when you talk about influences, who do you consider the greatest influences on your life? 
You know, I, I have a lot. Um, certainly coaches growing up, but, you know, my grandfather, Ray Akins, was a longtime football coach in, in Texas and spent a lot of time with him on his ranch in East Texas growing up. So um, uh, a very strong influence there. A lot of what he taught me growing up resonates with me uh, every day. Um, you know, throughout my career, mentors like Todd Durkin, Tom House, um, you know, coaches like Marty Schottenheimer, Sean Payton, um, and then I think just, you know, the influences in their lives that, you know, they always imparted that wisdom on me, and I just feel like I, I now, a lot of the things that I talk about and communicate to the young athletes that I work with, in a lot of cases are coming straight from them, but also personal experiences. We're talking to Drew Brees. You know, Drew, life is so strange, Drew. Like, you never know exactly what's going to happen, and unless you understand it, adversity really is an opportunity if you have the right mindset. I say that because I wonder, how much did that dislocated right shoulder that you suffered with the Chargers change the trajectory not only of your career, but really of your entire life? It's amazing how something can happen, and in that moment, you 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 tell yourself, "This is the worst thing that could have happened to me." You know, why me? Why now? You know, you go through that that whole kind of emotional roller coaster, and that was certainly the case when I suffered that injury. It was the last game of the season, the 05 season with the Chargers. Um, I felt like I had just fought and struggled so much in my first five years there. I'd been benched three times. They drafted Philip Rivers. You know, I'd gone through this whole ordeal. To, to, to finally be in a position where I felt like I had proven that I was the quarterback for the future for the Chargers. And then in a split second, all that is just, it's taken away from you. And not only did was it the realization that my career with the Chargers was over, but I really thought there was a chance that I would never play football again. And I had doctors telling me that as well um, throughout the next six months. And thank God there was someone like Sean Payton in the New Orleans community and the New Orleans Saints organization that believed in me enough to say, we have the confidence that not only are you going to come back and lead this team, but you're going to be a part of the resurrection of one of America's greatest cities. And I truly felt like that was a calling for me to be a part of something much greater than myself. Um, it brought me so much closer to my faith and put me in a position where I, I, you know, I needed New Orleans as much as you could say New Orleans needed somebody to believe in them at the time. And, and so it was, it, was a match, it was a match made in heaven that I don't think you could have orchestrated any other way based on where we both were at that time in history. And 15 years later, um, uh, after my career, um, you look at all that we were able to accomplish, uh, how far the city has come. Um, it's come back stronger in so many ways. And to be a part of that is, I think, one of my greatest joys in life is, is, is having been able to be a part of that. Uh, I honestly, and I say this with great sincerity, I think it's one of the most inspiring stories I've ever seen in sports, and I've done this a long, long time. Drew, you're joining us on behalf of FedAir X or FedEx Air and Ground NFL Player of the Year awards, something you've won four times. So you know a little something about that. What can you tell us about the program and the award itself, and what are you doing with those folks this week? Yeah, it's an excellent program. Um, you know, the FedEx has been giving the Air and Ground Players of the Year award for over 20 years. I had the great pleasure of winning it four years, um, which is an incredible honor. This year, um, I'm proud to announce that the winner of the FedEx Air Award is Brock Purdy, and the FedEx Ground Player of the Year is Christian McCaffrey. So it's the first time that two teammates have won it in the same year, so I don't know, maybe that's foreshadowing for Sunday. But uh, it's an incredible honor, and in, in, in their name, 
FedEx is going to contribute $20,000 to each of those players to uh, to go to the HBCU of their choice to fund scholarship programs for, for very deserving students. I think that's actually awesome that both those guys win that thing. So leave me with this thought. Brock Purdy says that he studied your tape when he was in college, so you obviously know about his game. I admire the guy so much. I really do. I admire his game. I admire his story as well. Let me ask you this, though, Drew. If the 49ers need Brock Purdy to win them that game, if they need him to on Sunday and play big late, do you think he's going to be up for that challenge? Absolutely. And, and the, the, the perfect example of that was look what happened in the NFC Championship game against the Lions. They won that game because Brock Purdy's legs. He took off on three different occasions to extend drives, to convert third downs, to break the game wide open, to get them points to stage that comeback. And, and, and so a lot of people talk about, you know, is Purdy a system quarterback? Well, guess what? He went outside the system. He did what nobody thought he would do in those moments. And with his legs, he was able to basically win that game for them. So I think he's a guy who plays with poise, maturity, and knowledge that are beyond his years. Um, I think he's – look no further than the way that his teammates talk about him. His teammates love him. Um, yes, he's got great players around him, but, man, he's the perfect orchestrator for that entire offense. And it, it's, it's a lot of responsibility, especially that offense. Shifts, motions, timing, rhythm, what you have to create as a quarterback, a ton of responsibility falls on him. And he's ready to make whatever plays he needs to make to help them win the game. He proved it last week, and we'll see what happens on Sunday. You can go ahead and drop the mic and walk off on that. If Drew Brees has that to say about Brock Purdy, <laughs> I think that is the last word right there. Drew, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you, our friendship over the years. Any chance I get to talk to you, it's a really good thing. He appears courtesy of FedEx Air and Ground NFL Players of the Year Award. Drew, it's great to talk to you, man. Thank you so much. Feelings mutual. Thank you, Jim. Yes, sir. Drew Brees. All class. 100% class. I told you we'd have a great day today. All right, so we move along. Still ahead. You know, and we just went Joe Montana clones i'm aware that there was an issue with joe montana and some of the audio we fixed it and but but, but way to be empathetic clones man why do you got to hate on everything we're busting our ass out here doing the best we can so we had joe we had max crosby we just had drew Brees. matthew judon is going to join me on set next baker mayfield at the top of the hour jamar chase next hour austin eckler to close the program so we are having a day. Let's take a short time out right now. Busy, busy Thursday. Here is the very latest. Here is your sports update. Live from Las Vegas, site of Super Bowl 58, this is the Jim Rome Show on CBS Sports Radio. Long, we're rolling on, having so much fun. We are live in Las Vegas. Matthew Judon joins me momentarily. Quick reminder, if you like using debit over credit, don't you think it's time you also get rewarded? Well, now you can. With Discover Cashback Debit, it is a checking account that rewards everybody with cash back on everyday purchases. With no fees, period. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. All right, telephone number is toll free. I'm still trying to work in a telephone call at some point, if possible. 1-800-636-8686. However, right now, we are joined by a linebacker for the New England Patriots. He just finished up his eighth season in the NFL. He played five years with the Ravens, three now with the Pats. He is a four-time Pro Bowler. 
this season. He had four sacks in four games. He had five tackles, four loss. I'm talking about Matthew Judon. Matthew, my man, great to see you. Great to talk to you. How you doing, dude? I'm doing well. How you doing? I'm doing great. I mean, look, how can I be anything but great, man? Look behind you. How good is this? Oh, man, it's a beautiful view. It's a beautiful view. They keep letting the old man come back, so I am all good, man. No complaints. I want to ask you something. Like, we always talk about this, but you know what you signed up for. You're in a business with a 100% injury rate, but knowing that does not make it any easier, given the fact that you had four sacks, dude, in four games, and you were playing as well as you were, I just want to know how frustrating was it to suffer a season-ending biceps injury, knowing how badly you wanted it and how well you were playing? Uh, I mean, I think... It's a gift and a curse, man. I, be, I I just tell myself, you know, God set me down. Some worse could have been around the corner. Uh, so I just look at, look at it like that. But uh, I think uh, just watching the game and wanting to be out there, it made me, like, hungrier. It just uh, makes me want to play even more. So uh, I think, you know, it sucks. It's terrible. And like you said, it's 100%. Somebody going to get injured, it just happened to be me, and I'm glad it was uh, my bicep and not anything worse or anything that stopped me from playing the game. I think the best part about that is you see it, at least in part, as a gift, that there is a gift in there Mm -hmm. if you look at it the right way. Man, it's all about the mindset. It's all about how you reframe everything. I want to ask you one more thing about that, and I don't want to belabor this, but I've always wondered this about guys like you and everybody in that league. There's no way you can play at an elite level if it's always in the back of your mind that something like that could happen. So what do you do with those thoughts when you hit the field? Uh, you don't have those thoughts. You cast those thoughts out. I think if you had those thoughts, you're not in the right place or it's time to retire. Uh, so when I go out there, uh, I'm, I'm a warrior. I'm a gladiator. Uh, and, you know, things happen. Uh, but I, I'm never thinking about that. I'm never thinking about uh, the risk or risk management or uh, anything like that. I'm, I'm thinking about going out there, getting sacks, putting my team in a position to win games. Matthew Judon joining us. So how did you come out of that whole thing? How are you feeling physically, and how's your head right now? Good. I feel like, uh, you know, kind of going through that process. Uh, I got the fast, so I got some uh, kind of stuff out of my body. I got a little slimmer. I still weigh the same. So I'm, I'm getting older, but I'm getting faster, so I think I'm getting better. Are you? Are you getting faster? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm doing a lot of track workouts right now and just strengthening my upper body uh, to get it back to where it was. And uh, just uh, keeping my mental strong, I think, I think that's a huge factor coming back from injury. That you don't, uh, you know, you're not trying to labor it or you're not trying to uh, go around it. So I'm making sure I use my body, doing a lot of bear crawls. My uh, trainer Dan and Nick, man, they help me out. And so uh, I'm just coming back. I'm uh, trying to come back to be me and be who I am. Matthew Judon joining us. I was going to jump in because it's my favorite topic. When you talk about keeping your mental strong, man, it's so key, right? Like, if you come up as an athlete, you come up as anything, you know you go to the gym, you physically work mm-hmm. out. What we all need is a mental gym to work the most important muscle. Man, what's above your shoulders, how do you work on your mentals? How do you improve your mentals? What's your program? What's your process? Uh, process is it got it to be a, yourself, and then you got to have people in your corner. Uh Johnny Shelton, he told me when I first got in the league, you got to have a corner man. You got to have somebody you go to. You got to have somebody that you lay your burdens on, somebody that you can talk with, uh, somebody that you can bounce ideas off of, and somebody that's not going to judge you. And uh, I have that. I have a. And someone who will be real with you, too. Oh, yeah. Somebody will tell you what you need to hear and not what you want to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, you don't want a lot of yes men around you. It's, it's It's tough because. 
you know, a lot of people want to be in the limelight or, or just around or just to get the experience. They like, like you said, look behind us. But there's a lot of people that don't get to do this. So it's a lot of people that just say, would say, yeah, 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 just to come with you. But you got to understand that and you got to know like who you need to cut off and who you need to win. I was going to say, dude, I'm sorry. I was going to say it's hard, though, right? Because these are your friends. These are your people. You don't want to cut them off. But you have a lot of work. You have a lot of responsibility. Mm -hmm. You have to be fully locked in. Is it hard to cut certain people off? Because, frankly, they're not helping you. You just got to understand, like, right now in this uh, point in my life, you know, I'm, I might got four or five years left of this. And it's like, I can, I can, we can rekindle after this. We can, we can make up after this. But four or five years is not the rest of my life. And so uh, right now I have to do what's good for me and my family and, and my career. And so it's easier to cut people off that way to just understand what you need to do. We're talking to Matthew Judon. I talked to your teammate, Kendrick Bourne, yesterday. Dude, I love him. Man. And he is so great, dude. Great dude. How great is his energy? What's he like as a teammate and just a dude to be around? And how uplifting is that cat? That's what I, his energy, his charisma, uh, the way he speaks and what he speaks about right now. Uh, it's not a lot of people that does it like in the way he does it. And, uh, and you get the same KB every day. Like you wouldn't know if he had a good day or a bad day at home, if he had a good day or a bad night of sleep. You wouldn't know because you're getting the same person every day. And um, he's going to talk to you about Christ. He's going to talk to you about Jesus. But he also, he also one of them people that can be real with you and be like, like that's not how you do it. You do it this way. I, and he'll tell you from his past experiences, like, I did that, and it, and so for the younger wide receivers, uh, for a guy to be in a room like that with a, a, a bunch of young cats, I think it's, it's nobody better than KB. Dude, he's so good, and he's not asking anybody to do anything that he hasn't already done himself or isn't already doing. And to your point, he's consistent, man. He's yeah. consistent. That's yeah. the most important thing. Let me ask you about Gerard Mayo. You're going to start that new era. Like It's going to be so unusual, but you know him already because he's been the linebacker's coach. What do you, what's he been like to work with, and what kind of a head coach do you think he'll be? I think he's going to be a great head coach. Uh, I say this all the time about him. It's his leadership skills. Uh, he a leader of men. He's been a leader of Fortune 500. He's been a leader of a, a team as a team captain, uh, as, a, as a playmaker, and then now he's a leader of an entire organization. Like, the wins and losses are going to be on Gerard Mayo. And so I think he's going to deal with it well. I think he's going to... I think he's going to maneuver very well, but it's just going to be different. Like, we've seen the same thing out of the Patriots for, you know, 25-plus years. It was time, but, right? I don't know. That ain't up for me, but it happened. It happened. And so it's just going to look different. Well played, my dude. That was good. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but, it, but, it, but it is going to be different. It, it's going it's gonna to be di- it's gonna be different, but, uh, uh, I don't, you know, I think Mayo is going to be great. Uh, for the transition, even if it's not as long as Bill was there, uh, I think he's going to be great for the transition and what's uh, next to come. I hope, and I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna run through a wall for him because that's the type of coach he is. And so, uh, you know, I'm gonna be there first day of OTAs. You know, like I don't know the playbook, like I don't know what he's gonna coach, like I don't know that, even though I do. But that's the type of leader that he is. He want he wants to make you be closer with your teammates and your friends and you know we do everything together and so I think uh 
he's going to be really good for uh, the Patriots. Hey, listen, I'm going to say it. You can't say it, but I'm going to say it. That's the kind of leader you are, too, that you will show up day one. I want to ask you something really quickly before you go. You're opening and launching a new restaurant in Dallas. Dude, yeah. I've done this before. I've invested in a lot of restaurants and not done well in any of them. One, and that I got the bug, and then I just got worked. Tell yeah. me about the restaurant. What's the name? What's the cuisine? Where are you at with that project? Uh, well, so we re- re- rebuilding the inside. We're just doing renovations right now. We're okay. trying to, we, uh, looking to open March 15th uh, if everything goes right. But uh, it's called Lounge 9 or 9 Lounge uh, Kitchen and Bar. So uh, it's a, a southern cuisine, southern fusion food. Uh, it's, it's a great time, just good vibes, good energy. Uh, you know, it's going to be a really nice spot. You can come there, bring your family there. Uh, we gonna have we gonna have rooms where nobody. If you want to come in, you don't want to talk to nobody and just have a nice dinner. You can do that. Uh, but it's gonna be a really cool spot, with really good energy, and just a feel good experience. We gonna make sure when you come in, you are gonna leave happy, and it's gonna be no hubbub or no feel. It's just good food and good energy. I like that, man. No hubbub. Listen, I mean, in season you're locked in, but out of season, if folks go to that restaurant, are they going to see you? Or are you gonna be hands on? I'm gonna be hands on. You might see me, but I'm not gonna be doing too much. You know, day to day. I have great people. I mean, that's what you got. I delegated jobs, and you know, I'm helping, and I'm in a day to day right now. But you know, I'm. Six six months out of the year, I'm gone. So it, it might be some stuff that I have to switch up that I'm not going to be able to be a part of because I'm a part of the uh, I'm a part of meetings and everything like that. So I have great people around me. My my the owners, the GMs, the staff that we put in place, they're going to be great, and they're going to make sure that they treat everybody like they serving me. I'll tell you what it is. You're going to keep the main thing the main thing, and then you're going to hire other people who are really good at doing what they're doing, keeping their main thing the main thing, exactly. and then everybody wins. Exactly. Matthew, I appreciate you, dude. Great to get caught up. Thanks for making time to work your way over to the set, and it's always good to chop it up with you, man. Thanks so much. Thank you. Appreciate you. Matthew Judon joining us. All right. There are two hours. Man, we're having such a good week, such a good day. It's playing out. You never know exactly how things are going to play out when you hit the road, but this is playing out even better than I would have expected. My man, even my wife, who's back in Cali watching, just hit me up with, that's a good dude. If you got the stamp of approval from my wife, that's really good. Although, to be fair, dude, she loves everybody, but she doesn't comment on everybody. All right, I got to get out. Hour number three coming up next. Baker Mayfield is supposed to join me. Don't go anywhere. We're live in Vegas, third hour, straight ahead.